Hey guys, this is Leah Hendershot, your host for Well on Less, where we take somewhat overwhelming ideas of living well and make them simple and easy to implement and live by. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. If you've been paying attention to the dates, you'll see that there was kind of a gap between last time and this time. Last time we talked about, what do we talk about? Was it meats? Let me see. Organic versus conventional foods. So go back and listen to episode six if you want to catch up or all of them. So this is number seven of our food series. So anyway, we have a little bit of a gap. We, I think the day before we came down with sickness, the last podcast came out. So that's life. That's how it happens. Um, But we're better and we had to get well to be able to come home. We got sick out of town and... We had to gain energy to get back home. And then my husband, thankfully, decided to do the drywall and paint in my space. So it's been a little bit of time, but we're back. And today we're going to talk about the good and the ugly in fats. And let me say up front, some of this is probably going to go against, or maybe all of it, according to where you're at on your food journey, it's going to go probably against what you've been taught a lot in your life about fats. And it really is unfortunate that we're not teaching children this at a young age because it can start to help them make better choices in their food just because of the fat that is in it. We've, in America at least, we've made healthy fats the bad guys and the bad fats, the good guys. So hopefully this will help you sort them. And as always, I encourage you to dig in, look at the links that I'll include in the show notes and in the webpage and start to understand that because it's going to be a little hard if you're not used to it, to understand that things have been skewed in the fat world. Okay. Um, so I'm going to refer to, I always refer a lot to the Weston A. Price Foundation. I'm not like a convert or anything. I just think they have really good information that makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to reference one of those, a little bit of their stuff today, and I'll put a link to that as well. So yes, we're talking about two different categories here, essentially good fats, bad fats. Now, you know, it's according to also of course, like everything we've talked about here, how has it been grown? How is it processed? There's a lot of things that are, would technically be grown and raised, right? Uh, Fats that we get, but then how is it processed? And that can change it. That's one of the, the big, big, big things about food outside the home is what happens to that fat when it's being cooked and the temperature it's cooked at and all those things but don't be afraid to use these um just know that usually when it goes through a manufacturing or fast food process it definitely is not going to be good for you so we'll talk a little bit about that as well so first of all let me see we're going to talk about a lot of different fats and Up front, I want to say we in our home, I like to have a variety of fats, healthy fats, I should say. Um, Like butter is a huge one. Butter is not bad. Butter is a huge one. Coconut oil, 
extra virgin coconut oil specifically. Um, virgin olive oil, extra virgin olive oil. You're going to hear me say extra virgin a lot. Tallow. I have some avocado oil. What else do I have? I know I'm missing one. But those are some of the basics. And the reason we have a variety is because each of those have a different nutritional profile. Butter especially. Butter is like a superfood. So don't be afraid of butter. And ditch the margarine. Hopefully you've done that by now. Or anything that's spreadable. All those sorts of things. What it has is vegetable oil in it. And you're missing out on all the goodness of butter. And who doesn't love butter? So we try and keep, I try and keep a variety in our home. And I'll also leave some links of how to access some of these in a cheaper way. Of course, we want to live well on less in that aspect. So I'll link some of those. What are some good, what are some good fats? Butter, tallow. So tallow is rendered beef fat. I think, is it suet? Is that lamb? If you happen to have access to that. Um, is it suet? I'm trying to think. So anyway, lard. Forgot about lard. Now you want, of course, with the beef and the, and the pork or anything like that. We're going to talk about um, also there's goose fat, duck fat, chicken fat, all those. You want to make sure that animal has been raised properly. We talked about pastured, how important pastured animal products are in a previous episode. So know that when I talk about those things, I'm talking about from good sources, always, always. So chicken, goose, duck, coconut oil. Now that you need to have extra virgin organic coconut oil, but I buy it by a big old, I think it's like a gallon size off Amazon. So I will get that link for you guys as well. So you want extra virgin. What that means, extra virgin means it's not, it hasn't been heated in the process. So it's cold pressed. You always want cold pressed. And that goes uh, for olive oil as well. Olive oil, you want extra virgin olive oil. It should say on the bottle for coconut oil and a lot of these other oils, um, that are not all the oils, obviously not all the fats, but those oils, it should say extra virgin cold pressed. So just look for that. If not, see if you can read it on the back or somewhere. Fish liver oils. Now there's fish oils. That's why you have to be really particular about the fish oil you may be taking as a supplement. Just fish oil that you get at the store is usually farmed, farmed fish oil. So they raise fish on these fish farms and that's where it comes from. You want fish liver oils, like cod liver oil, those sorts of things. Now you're not going to cook with cod liver oil. You could in a pinch. I don't think I would enjoy it. Maybe some, some people like to spread a little bit of cod liver oil on, uh, on something, but that's not something you're going to regularly eat. But I just wanted to mention that if you are taking those internally, Expeller pressed sesame oil, so it needs to be sesame oil that I don't keep. I think I do have some sesame oil. I don't keep a lot of sesame oil on hand, but just make sure it is that um, cold pressed sesame oil, okay? The expeller pressed, actually. So what else? So those are some of the good ones. I'm sure there's more. Like the other day I saw online, there's camel fat. I did not know that. So anyway, those are some of the good ones. Keep a variety always remember 
when I'm talking about these things, change one thing over at a time. That's how I did it. I converted, yes, butter is so, um, is we go through so much butter. I wish I could. It's one thing that I haven't been able to afford. I want to be honest with you guys, afford raw pastured butter. I would love to, but it's not feasible for my family. So I do the best I can by um, looking for sales at the health food store or the grocery store or something like that for better butter. Although, yes, eventually I want to have raw butter, pastured butter. But so do just change one thing over at a time. Even if you're going with the regular butter, you're doing way better than buying margarine, spreadables, those sorts of things. So, okay, bad. This one's pretty easy, pretty, pretty easy. And anything we eat outside the home, I know I can't set myself up for, oh, this is so terrible, blah, 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 blah. Because if I eat outside the home or someone else's home, I pretty much know, you know, it's not going to be good. So essentially, if you eat outside the home, not at someone's home that they've home cooked or something like that, you're going to come across not good oils. All hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated oils are bad. If you see hydrogenated in any form or fashion, it is bad. Soy, soy oil, corn oil, safflower oil, cottonseed oil, canola oil, they often uh, label canola oil as vegetable oil. I think that's, a key. it drives me bananas when I hear people say, oh, just put a little vegetable oil. That's such a play on words because it is, it's, it doesn't come from technically, I mean, it comes from a canola seed, um, but it's, it's not from vegetables. I think it's, it's, it tricks people into thinking it's a healthy oil and it is not. So if you see vegetable oil, a lot of times it'll be a mixture of oils anyway, a lot of these bad ones. So these, a lot of these are, these fats and oils are heated to very high temperatures in their processing and when they're used in their frying. That's why fast food, anything fried in fast food is so bad for you because you're just consuming those hydrogenated, partially hydrogenated oils. So there's probably, we could talk for a long time and list each each fat or oil that is not good for you and good for you, but that gives you a beginning with that. So I wanted to read a little bit to you guys off the Weston A. Price website. So WestonAPrice.org. This is forward slash health topics, forward slash know your fats. So this was an intro. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the benefits of good fats. So we could focus on the bad for a long time, but just know that's all we have to do is know the positive and we can start to do better. We don't need to dwell on the bad. And I want you to think about fats, not only for ourselves, for, but for our children. So for children, healthy fats are crucial for bone development, reproductive health, dental health, even after teeth are in for all of us. It's good for all these, all these areas, not just children cognitive function, immune function, those sorts of things. And so I wanted to read just this little bit and I'll try to condense it off of their website about how important saturated fats are. Now that's not what you're going to hear if you 
look at anything else. And there is some controversy around this, but I know I see a huge change. I've seen a huge change in our health since we started to incorporate healthy saturated fats into our diet. And I'll put a link to this, so don't worry, you can read the whole thing. And I re highly, highly recommend you read this whole thing so you can get a good understanding of it. So I'll just read this and try to make it not too boring. Saturated fats play many important roles in body chemistry. They strengthen the immune system. They're involved in intercellular communication. So intercellular communication always also gives us a protection against cancer. We always have cancer cells in our body, technically, cells that are going rogue. That's how I um, describe it. But when you have that intercellular communication, they properly communicate that, hey, that one, no good. It needs to die off. Apoptosis. So anyway, um, think about that all over your body, how important that is all over your body, not just for the cancer reason, but for everything else. They help the receptors in our cell membranes membranes work properly, including receptors for insulin. The lungs cannot function without saturated fat. So it's better to give children butter and full fat milk. They tend to have less asthma and than children that have reduced fat, margarine, those sorts of things. Saturated fats are involved in kidney function and hormone production. And from briefly reading a lot of things, when women switch to a real food diet, healthy saturated fats, they will they often see better hormonal, all the hormonal things. So better menstrual cycles, better reproductive fertility, um, all those sorts of things. So that's why it's also huge for our children and also why we're pregnant as well. Saturated fats are required for the nervous system to function properly. Over half your brain, over half the fat in your brain is saturated fat. Saturated fat suppresses inflammation and saturated animal fats carry vital fat soluble vitamins A, D, and K2 that we need in large amounts to be healthy. So there's a lot of things that you can miss. You actually can be, be deficient in because of simply the type of fats that you're eating. So human beings have been consuming saturated fats from animal products, milk products, and tropical oils for thousands of years. It's the advent of modern processed vegetable oil that's associated with the epidemic of modern degenerative disease, not the consumption of saturated fats. So I just want you guys to, I'm going to just go read this um, so you can understand. They go into much more detail about that, but I wanted you to see, to, you know, start to question those things and under, and start to switch over some of those, those things in your life. So what else about fats? Some other things about fats, processed oils are laden with free radicals. You want to decrease free radical activity in your body. That's why antioxidants are so important. But if we can upfront avoid the free radicals, purposely putting free radicals in our body, then that saves us a lot. You know, those, we don't have to, um, we don't have to try and get rid of extra free radicals if we're upfront, um, not even consuming them. Trans fat, 
is the problem, not saturated oils, not saturated fat. Saturated fats lower the LPA, which is a factor that they test for risk of heart disease. So saturated fats perform proper function in all of our bodies, nervous system, immune system. We talked about that, reproductive, all that. And then they have vital vitamin A, D, K2 that we really can only get from animal fats um, in, in large quantities from animal fats, I should say. So that's really good. And who doesn't love all those, you know, all that good stuff that you can cook with. So take this, it might be a little shorter today, but take this and start to dig in. I'm going to uh, give you guys some, the, a book that by Sally Fallon Morell, I'll have a link to that called, Ooh, what's it called? Something about fats, know your fats or something like that. So I'm going to give you guys a link to that book. And also I'm going to have a PDF if you want access to that, there'll be a link and you can win. So it's kind of those top 10 oils that you can more regularly use and when to use them, how to use them. Like some like, at, you know, avocado oil can handle a little higher heat, but then others can't. So just help you guys start to integrate those healthy fats into your, into your life. So into your food. Also, I'll have a link to episode four. We talked about sourcing and sourcing meats and those animal fats uh, would go right along with that. So I'll have one for that. So if you want that link, just click on it and start to dig deep into this and see what you can understand about this and what you feel comfortable with at first. But it's very, very important that we start to integrate these real healthy fats back into our diets and see the change it makes in our, in our, in our bodies, in our children's health, all those sorts of areas. And what we've, what we've done with the introduction, intro, yeah, in the introduction of these trans oils is we've actually brought about, um, a decrease, a huge decrease in health. And in my opinion, the public has been very deceived about those sorts of things. So it's really good to dig into it and, and learn a little bit more. So, okay, that's it for now, guys. And I will see you on the next show. Thanks for being here with me again on the podcast. You guys can now find me on wellonless.com. If you want to go straight to the podcast, you can do wellonless.com forward slash podcast. Also, I'm on Facebook at Leah Hendershot, Flourishing Roots Home, Instagram, flourishing.roots. And as always, feel free to reach out to me on any of those platforms and let me know how you're liking it share with friends like follow and all those sorts of things and i'll look forward to seeing you on the next podcast thanks guys